What up, people? It is Friday, August 14th. My name is B Hill, and it's the Just My Opinion podcast. So let's talk. Um, I am in the mood today for so many reasons, uh, and not necessarily a good mood. Um, I want to start with talking about the young boy who was killed by his black neighbor, a uh, five-year-old little boy named Kevin Hanet. Uh, was shot and killed by uh, his black neighbor. He was outside playing, and apparently the neighbor just came out with a gun, shot him in the head, and went back in the house. Uh, At this point, I haven't heard of a reason why, but honestly, that doesn't even matter. Uh, This dude, Darius Sessoms, I think that's how you pronounce the last name, um, he was immediately arrested, and... I hope he gets the death penalty. He will definitely get what he deserves, I'm sure. Uh, and the fact that this little innocent kid got killed is is sad, and I pray for his family. I think they had the funeral today. Um, it's just senseless. Um, the problem I have, and it's not with the murder or anything like that, is when you see the article about the murder, reading through the comments, which is something I rarely do, but I was just curious. And the number of people who tried to compare this uh, murder to George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, is ridiculous because there's no comparison of the two. Um, I was reading comments about, you know, where the marches, where the outrage for this young man, he needs justice and all of that stuff. And it's true, he needs justice, but the murderer is in jail. And the issue with George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, their murderers are still walking around free. And he's dead. And she's dead. So that's a huge difference in the two cases. Uh, People protest because there's no justice for these two, as well as a lot of others that have been killed at the hands of, of the people who are paid and have sworn to uh, serve and protect us. So the fact that they try to politicize this and make it a Black Lives Matter versus a white kid getting killed issue um, is just preposterous and ridiculous. And the more comments I read, I had to stop reading them because it started to get me in a bad mood because of the ignorance. And I'm not one to really post um, or to comment on stuff like that, especially when it's like a, a news um, Facebook page or something like that because I don't want to get into a back and forth with idiots. I just not something I want to do. Although, yesterday I did post on um, a guy's post. A friend of mine had posted something about the NFL. Well, it was about Dak Prescott um, saying that he would support his teammates that wanted to kneel for the anthem. And a guy posted uh, so obviously Dak doesn't uh, respect the people that uh, fought and served for his freedom to be able to play football and blah, blah, blah. And all my response to him was, that's freedom. If he wants to support these people, that's the exact freedom you're talking about. So his point was stupid. And again, people three years later that still don't understand what it's about, they're just choosing to be ignorant. Uh, They're being willfully ignorant. Um, but again, this young man, the five-year-old uh, Cannon, um, it's a sad situation. Um, 
And again, I pray for his family that they get some kind of peace uh, because at this point you can't bring him back. And I know without a doubt, especially with this dude being black, he's going to get exactly what he deserves. And he should. I have zero issue with that. But for people to comment as if black people are cheering for him and mad that he got arrested is just preposterous. Um, And linking it to or comparing it to the Black Lives Matter protest and you know because they were talking about all of the looting and all of that stuff and again what they failed to realize there were white people looting too and in some cases a lot of people not associated with the Black Lives Matter protest were there just to instigate looting rioting fires all of that stuff and their intentions are exactly what the results are now because people think it's all Black Lives Matter. And that's what the conservative uh, news shows and news hosts will tell you. Um, And it's just not 100% the case. Now, of course, there are some black people out there that looted and rioted too. I would never disagree with that. And I would never say they didn't. But it was just more than black people. And that's what I wish people would understand. And But when you say Black Lives Matter, they always assume just all black people. Um, and it's just not the case. Now, so that's the first thing that really kind of had me going today. And the second thing is this dude in the White House uh, and the new Postmaster General who's slowing down the mail um, in an effort to tamper with the election. Um, seeing videos and pictures of actual mailboxes being removed and taken away it just floors me and it baffles me. It's a clear attempt uh, to influence the election uh, during a freaking pandemic. And the fact that the mail is being slowed, it doesn't only affect mail-in voting, it affects people's paychecks, social security checks, um, medications. I mean, it affects a whole bunch of stuff. And he's only worried about freaking mail-in ballots. And he's been touting this or spewing this false information about the corruption uh, with mail-in voting when he applied for his mail-in ballot today to vote in Florida. And for the life of me, I could not understand why people still support him and not see what a corrupt person he is. And the new Postmaster General, Louis DeJoy, has millions of dollars worth of stock in a company called XPO Logistics, which is a direct competitor of the post office. So how is that not a conflict of interest? So slowing the post office down, they've actually removed sorting machines for the mail. I mean, it's, it's infuriating. It should be criminal. Um, this dude, Louis DeJoy, he should be in jail. Uh, because that is a huge conflict of interest because he's making money off of slowing the mail down, the post office down. And there's really no legitimate justification other than doing what this dude wants and slowing it down. And this dude actually admitted that he's not willing to fund the post office um, because of mail-in voting. I mean, it's just... It's criminal, and uh, I cannot believe this is where we are.
I, I just cannot believe this is where we are. We have a corrupt person in the White House um, openly being corrupt and people around him still support him. They're allowing it to, to happen. And it's... I'm just... I'm dumbfounded at where this is going. And I have zero confidence in the future. Uh, especially in the next few months. It's going to be ridiculous. Uh, and it's going to be hard to stay away from the news and social media. But I have a feeling I'm going to have a lot more days like this ahead of me the closer you get to the election. Um, then I want to talk about a Georgia teen uh, who took a picture of her crowded schoolway of the hall in the school uh, when they returned to school. And it's just a picture of a crowded hall. She got suspended for that picture uh, because there was, of course, no social distancing, nobody with masks on, and she got suspended for posting the picture. Now, I don't know what their reasoning was, uh, but after the backlash, uh, they rescinded her suspension. But within that first couple of days, nine people tested positive for the coronavirus in that same school. And now they've gone to online learning. And across the country, other schools have um, opened back up. And a lot of these schools are going back to online learning because people are continuing to test positive. Uh, it just amazes me still to this day you have so many anti-mask people. Uh, we're having college football being canceled. A lot of conferences are canceling the season because of this and people still don't take it seriously. And it's like, you're so pissed off about that. College football being canceled, but if you could have freaking worn a mask three or four months ago, we could have avoided all this possibly. Um, but that starts from the top down, and it, it amazes me we still have a lot of anti-mask mask people. And there's one lady in particular, I've seen her, she's made a few videos, and I'm so annoyed with her. But again, she's intentionally going into places that require masks and talking about her constitutional rights, and it's a mandate, not a law, blah, blah, blah. Um, these people are just fools. I mean, it's, I've never seen so much selfishness in my life. You know, maybe the mask works, maybe it doesn't. But if it has a chance to work, what's the harm in trying it out to see? That's where I feel about it. I don't necessarily like wearing one, but I do when I go out. Um, but the level of selfishness we have here is unlike anything I've ever seen. I mean, what we're dealing with right now is unlike anything I've ever seen. Uh, thought I would have to experience and these are things that will be written about in history books 50 years from now Um, it's just a an interesting time we're going through right now Uh, finally we have a VP pick for Biden which is Kamala Harris Uh, not mad at that choice at all I appreciate the fact that he picked someone who's pretty hard-nosed and went at him during the debates in the primary. She went after him. Um, so he didn't pick someone who was very passive and just a, a go-with-the-flow kind of person. Um, you know, she was a district attorney and, and of course, no matter who the pick was going to be, uh, there were going to be people upset about it and some people say she's not black enough and 
um, she was too harsh on minorities when she was a district attorney. And my thing is, as a district attorney, your job is to put people in jail and hold criminals accountable. So I don't know exactly what her specific record was, but the job of a district attorney is to hold people accountable and if they have to go to jail for the crime they committed, so be it. Uh, so you can't get mad at her for that. But also, I was reading comments about people saying that uh, they need to run on uh, Medicare for All um, as part of their ticket. And I highly disagree with that because that was a Bernie Sanders thing. And where is he now? He's had two failed attempts at running for president on that very premise. And he didn't win because that would be seen as a giveaway. And a lot of people don't want hand, what they perceive to be handouts. Now, my thought is, you have to get in first before you can start making changes like that. Get in, make the changes from the inside out. It would be very possible for uh, Biden and Harris to um, give Bernie a position within the cabinet where he can work on the healthcare system. That would be perfect. But to run on that ticket, it's a losing ticket, and that's been proven. Um, but again, you know, regardless of who he picked, there were going to be people mad about it. Uh, I'm not mad about it. I don't care if he picked uh, Fred Flintstone. I would still vote for him because we gotta we gotta get out of where we're in now, and it's gonna be a hell of a fight. Uh, it's gonna have to be a decisive victory because this fool that's in there now, he may not leave, and they may have to send the military in to get him out. But he's gonna try everything he can to rig this election, and he's already doing it blatantly in our face, and we see it every day. Uh, but again, Kamala Harris, I'm not mad about that pick. Uh, I think she's a strong candidate, and I can't wait to see um, her go against Mike Pence in a debate. Now, it's only going to be a bunch of lies. I mean, Pence has already started with the lies about her getting rid of beef and uh, Trump talking about Joe Biden is against God and all. I mean, it's just the level they will stoop is, especially for the office of the president, which is supposed to be the highest position in the land, the most respected position in the land that's come to this, where we are now. It's a freaking clown show. And I'm embarrassed. Um, I'm, I'm totally embarrassed at, at what we're doing. We have zero respect, with, except uh, with Russia. But we have zero credibility, uh, so we have to restore some type of decency back in that office. And lastly, um, a week ago today, August 7th, I celebrated my 46th birthday. Uh, it was a very different birthday for me uh, with the fact that normally I'm taking a trip somewhere. Last year I was in Vegas on my birthday. Uh, couldn't actually do that this year. And it was just a really quiet, spending a little time with my parents and a couple of friends later on. Did the whole social distance thing. Uh, and... That was cool with me because at this point, I'm just glad to be alive. I'm blessed to still have a job to be able to, to work from home. I've been working from home for four, five years now. Um, and throughout this pandemic, you know, my life hasn't really been affected negatively. Um, 
So I just see it as a blessing just to still be here, still have such a supportive group of people around me, my family, my friends. So I just see it as a blessing to be here. Um, again, it was a, a different birthday, but you know, hopefully there'll be many more to come and I'll be able to travel next year. Um, so with that, I'm going to move to this week's verbal middle finger. And I have a couple that needs a middle finger this week. The first one goes to Congress for not um, coming to an agreement on the stimulus package. Uh, there are a lot of people still out of work. The unemployment benefits have run out. And they left until September. Uh, Mitch McConnell, the leader of the the Senate of Congress, um, wasn't able to strike a deal. I think a lot of what they had in their proposal um, billions of dollars for FBI headquarters down the street from Trump Tower, unnecessary. Uh, millions of dollars to the military for a new F-15 or whatever it was, unnecessary. That has nothing to do with helping the people that are in need right now. Um, you know, but they're quick to say the Democrats uh, failed in, in reaching an agreement and it's their fault, but you have to look at the actual issues. Democrats, I know we're trying to get X amount of dollars, I think $2,000 a month, or I'm not sure how many, what the time frame was, but $2,000 um, for unemployment benefits. And I, so Congress, you suck. You get to middle thing. I hope uh, a lot of these people are for re-election. I hope Lindsey Graham is up for re-election. I think he's in a tight race. Mitch McConnell is up for re-election. Uh, Jim Jordan is up for re-election. I hope we can get all these people out. And it's not a Democrat-Republican thing. It's just, to me, it's a right and wrong thing. And these people personify what's wrong with politics. Uh, and the second verbal middle finger goes to the Santa Clara Police Department um, for pulling a gun on three black teenagers who called them for help. There were three black kids who had a knife pulled on them by a homeless man. They called the police for help. The police arrived, pulled their guns on the people that called. And it's once again like being black is automatic suspect. You're automatically assumed to be the suspect. And there were numerous people around, white, black, Hispanic, telling the cops these are, these are the victims and they would not put their guns down, they put them in handcuffs. When witnesses were telling them these were not the people, they're the ones that called you. Um, so, Santa Clara Police, you get the verbal middle finger because you deserve it. Um, I wish police would stop automatically assuming that black people are the suspects and not the victims. Um, and I will end on this quote for the week which is, the greatness of a man is not in how much wealth he acquires, but in his integrity and his ability to affect those around him positively. And that's something I try to do. I try to be supportive. I try to affect people in a positive manner. Um, with that, I'm going to end for this week. As always, this is just my opinion. Until next time, peace. God bless.